will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for, if not for shedding? I, I just can't take no pleasure in killing. Just some things you gotta do. Don't mean you have to like it. There's nothing to worry about. You're gonna be just fine. I'm your number one fan. Let her get away, mommy. Welcome to another edition of Horrifying My Friends, a Brothers Grimm edition. Uh, joining me, of course, on the Brothers Grimm edition is the fatal follower himself. Hello. <laughs> and uh, t- today we are talking about a film that just came out in theaters um, called Men. And it's very divisive. People go one way or the other. I've heard that it's a masterpiece. I've heard that it's ju- that it's shit. Um, and frankly, I was like, dude, we got to get on the phone and talk about it. Because, like, you're the only one that I know that's seen this movie, too. Uh, but before we get there, uh, how have you been, sir? How is everything going in uh, upstate New York? It's going pretty good. Uh, it's ungodly hot for New York today. It's like 81, 82. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I went outside briefly earlier and, and I quickly ran back inside and closed all the curtains and went to bed. So <laughs> yeah, I can't deal with the heat. I'm not, I'm not someone that likes to be out in the heat. So uh, I like be spending time indoors in the dark, reading things that are dark or watching things that are dark. I'm like that too, man. Like the perfect weather for me is like those 60 degree overcast days where there's a breeze and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. The, the, yeah. the best, the absolute best. Yeah. I mean, things have been going good. Um, I recently escaped an assassination attempt from Cuddly, my kitty cat. <laughs> I woke up one morning and went downstairs and the uh, the stove was on the gas stove oh my god and the kitchen was full of gas so i freaked freaked out he always gets up on the stove but this is the first time this has happened and so obviously i guess world's fucked up i'm tired of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah cuddly was having a moment and so i i immediately had gabe order those uh child safety things for the for the stove so we got those shit dude yeah we got those covered and i can i can sleep a little uh, better. Could now. you imagine if you'd have been like lighting a cigarette, like Parker Posey in Scream Three, and the fucking thing just blows up? Well, I was going to go to the stove to light a um, an incense because I couldn't find my lighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" It smells like gas over here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Just paranoid about my cat killing me. That's cool, man. That's cool. So we have a couple of news topics to hit. Uh, every Br- Brothers Grimm edition, we always hit a few news topics. Uh, this one was a big one uh, just today, actually, from Screen Factory. But um, it's uh, I'm gonna and I'm gonna read the direct post. But it's a new official title announcement. Uh, the most complete um, Child's Play edition will probably would you say ever get? It comes with. Let me read what it comes with here. It comes with Child's Play, the collector's edition, three disc. Child's Play 2, collector's edition, two disc, uh, UHD, by the way. Child's Play 3, an exclusive limited edition, five and a half inch tall, charred Chucky by NECA, 
which made me pre-order it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Limited edition 18 by 24 rolled posters of the original theatrical artwork, which this art, these artwork on this series have always been like some of my favorites, man. Like the posters are so killer. Uh, two additional slip covers made exclusively for the promotion. Um, and it uh, looks like two more posters and Scream Factory and Gutter Garbs. Uh, Gutter Garbs is like a killer place to get t shirts, by the way. Have teamed to bring you the official Chucky collectible enamel pin set as well. Um, but yeah, includes five pins. It, it, this fucking set includes everything. So uh, it just keeps on going on and on. Um, what did you think about this news? Uh, are you going to pick it up? Yeah. So actually right before we talked, I was on screen factory, just looking at like the different options. Cause I think there's like three or four options for it. And I really like that charred NECA release for Chucky. I think that's like really cool. And that's like a big selling point, I think for it mm-hmm. because, because of the value, like of how it's priced and like what you're getting. Um, I think for that particular like set, it was like 153, which I can't exactly buy yet. Um, but I think it's I think it's cool. I, I really want the second and the third one on 4K. Um, I don't know yeah, if I'm going to buy it. That it's 4K. Sorry to interrupt. That's no, the no. big thing. It's 4K. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I I have the Universal uh, Chucky set, which has all of them on Blu-ray, and I know two and three on that they could use like an upgrade. So I definitely want to get those two. I think the first movie I have the Screen Factory release that that special edition that they did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I, I might. I, I liked all three of those really well. So I, it may be a birthday present later in the year for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. See, with me, it's kind of a must buy. You said it's one fifty three. That that's yeah. probably something that I'm going to pick up because I I'm probably one of the rare ones that hasn't like made that. At least with this particular series, I don't think I ever got the Blu-rays. Oh yeah, so it's I, worth it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It see with me, it's just like with the Halloween's and the Friday the Thirteenth and stuff because you know the Friday the Thirteenth four K sets eventually going to come out. Right. Yeah, and and that's what that's what I've been waiting on because I I didn't buy them last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've been waiting to see if they're going to do a Halloween box set. And really, to be honest, like I, the box set that I have works fine enough. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't upgraded any of those to 4K, even like Halloween or Halloween Kills. Like I just got regular Blu-rays for those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure they'll do a full set once this last Halloween ends comes out, which I kind of am waiting for yeah. um, for them to do. But what I like about Screen Factory is even though they, they, they're doing more now with like the dolls and like the pins and stuff, is like their posters are always really like badass. And mm-hmm. like even for the new artwork for two and three, it was pretty cool. I wouldn't mind just having like the first or the second and the third poster. Like those posters are really like my favorites too. Oh, I love the, I love the second poster, man. I always remember seeing it, the VHS at our aunt Nana's. Yeah. Um, Alice is her name, but I always call her Nana, but that just that poster is so fucking killer, man. Um, but yeah, I, see the series that everybody's wanting and you know, it's coming eventually is Nightmare on Elm Street. Like yeah. it's got a it, it, it and there were rumors like this la- like last year that it was coming, but I haven't heard really anything since. Is that the one series that like um, you would break the bank for? Do you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, aside from Jason, like buying that upscaled Screen Factory version, Nightmare on Elm Street's my second. So 
I and I've already got the Hellraiser, the, the Scarlet box set from from uh, Arrows. So I feel like if they did release the the Nightmare on Elm Street, I would have like the Holy Trinity of what I love in horror. Yeah. Um. So I'm looking forward to that. I have the Blu-ray, the Blu-ray set of Nightmare on Elm Street, and I have like a couple of like the Steelbook like separate editions. But there's not been a 4K release yet. So I'm I'm really hoping that they do that. Yeah, it, it's really surprising too because that's the series. Like, that series has gotten absolutely no love when it comes to that kind of packaging and stuff. Like, Friday the 13th at least had a few. I guess you had that one with, with all the snappies um, where his arms are, like, outstretched and stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But, like, that's still expensive. Like, if you look it up, I believe, last time I looked, because people want it all in, like, one fucking thing, man. Yeah, and if I remember correctly, and I didn't have the Snapcase edition for the DVDs, but didn't that have the Freddy's Nightmares on it or something like that? Um, yeah, I think it had, and I think that carried over to the shitty Blu-ray edition that like you could get at Walmart, mm. and it's like the first like uh, five or six films, and then like the first two episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. So the one that Toby Hooper directed, and uh, I think like another two or three, but yeah. Yeah, I've been making my way through those. I don't remember a lot of those at all. Like, I don't, if, even if I watched them as a kid, I don't remember any of the episodes. Have you watched any of that? No, dude, I haven't. I, I don't think I've ever seen an episode, to be honest. I, they're they're pretty fun. I would say the first three or four episodes is very Freddy centric. Like mm-hmm. it's they're like little mini Freddy movies, but then it kind of gets into more of like the tells from the crypt kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's cool that he's just popping up out of you know out of places and like still being Freddy. So yeah, it's it's fun. It's on Tubi. Like the, they have all of them on there for free. And uh, yeah, I've I've enjoyed what I've seen so far of the seasons. So moving along here, and this probably won't be a super long episode. Um, not in true Brothers Grimm fashion because we've we've gone on for like you know two and a half hours before and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the vinegar syndrome cell, real quick. Um, the halfway to Black Friday cell. Did you pick? Did you do, end up pick up pick? Sorry, did you end up picking up anything? Pick up pick up peppers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like um, having a stroke over here. <laughs> uh, I I did. I didn't get much. I got the scared to death because I love William Malone and William Malone directed Scared to Death. Uh, he did Sinister. He did you know House on Hot Hill. He's done a bunch of like horror horror. Uh, treats and so I did pick up Scared to Death because it's on a dark DVD now, and I picked up the Hobgoblin slipcover, but that's all I got. <laughs> You're like I didn't, uh, I didn't spend much. I just spent 180 dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I didn't. I'm not into a lot of the action stuff they give, or like a lot of the like exploitation stuff. I'm just not. I don't have enough in my wallet to justify that. I'm not. I'm just not as interested in that kind of stuff, but. I, I've been okay with them not releasing a lot of their 80s stuff still because I, I need to watch my spending. So I, I picked that up. Did you pick up anything? I did not yet. No, I, I might pick up Scared to Death. I might pick up Hobgoblins. But yeah, I have still uh, yet to uh, yet to pick up anything. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that real quick because I, I knew you picked up Scared to Death. But I was looking at a few of the others. Um, but yeah, this last batch didn't really move the needle for me uh so much yeah no yeah and for and for the the cost of shipping you have to sometimes justify am i gonna spend one like six bucks on one thing for shipping? yeah yeah 
like it, it wasn't like the ticks and all that other stuff that came out like uh you know i think like last year at this time or something like that right right so the last new news uh thing that i wanted to hit there's a lot of news coming out you know stranger things season four uh just dropped i started watching that it's pretty good so far um but daddy cronenberg yeah. has a new movie coming out called Crimes to the of the Fucking Future. It's not called that, but you know, <laughs> Cronenberg, <laughs> it premiered at Cannes Film Festival and there were several walkouts, which means that it's probably a masterpiece. Um, synopsis, as the human species adapts to a, to a synthetic environment, the body undergoes new transformations and mutations. Accompanied by, isn't that like all you need to hear, really? Yeah, yeah. Accompanied by his partner, celebrity performance artist Sal Tinzer. Um, uh, celebrity performance, oh, sorry. Accompanied by his partner, celebrity performance artist Sal Tinzer showcases the metamorphosis of his organs. Meanwhile, a mysterious group, there's always a mysterious group, tries to use Sal's no- notoriety to shed light on the next phase of human evolution. Um, starting Vigo, Kristen Stewart. Uh, I'm fucking in. Did you like the trailer? Yeah, the trailer looks awesome. It looks like it's obviously classic Cronenberg. Um, I know there was word that it was going to be his last film, but then I think after the premiere and the reception, he seems to be hinting at another movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with that. I love Cronenberg. I think we've talked about this many times about Cronenberg. I've been introducing Gabe to some of the older stuff before we go see this because I want him to get a full grasp on like his filmography. And mm-hmm. so we watched Video Drum the other day, which he loved. And oh uh, my god, I love it. We're gonna watch. Um, I think we're gonna watch Dead Ringers because he hasn't seen that, and uh, I think he'll be pretty much up to up to speed. With, oh, and Dead Zone. He hasn't seen Dead Zone, so we're gonna watch those two Ooh. this week. Yeah, Dead, Dead Zone is so fucking good, man. Yeah, I like. I like. I like what this trailer looks to be sort of like, it almost looks like a companion. This may not be that way at all, but just by the trailer, it looks like a companion piece, like a spiritual like sequel to Videodrome because it has that like noirish, um, mm-hmm. like detective kind of tale, even though Videodrome is a little different than that. But mm-hmm. um, I like that merging of like the flesh and tech and the surgeries and all that stuff that they're talking about in the trailer. I didn't even watch the second trailer because I didn't want to give anything away, but it, the first trailer was enough for me. And it looks like he's going, uh, at least reclaiming his his uh, title of king of body horror, you know, because it's like he did the Eastern Promises. And um, uh, what was the other one that he did with Vigo? Oh, he did um, History of Violence. History yeah. of Violence. Yeah. So this one seems like a, a welcome kind of return to uh, ears being on people's foreheads and, you know, shit like that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's up with that dude's mind, man. Can you imagine like thinking of that kind of shit? Well, even though, like, I, I forgot that he wrote it, wrote Videodrome. I thought someone else had written it, and he wrote it in, and directed it, of course. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, he when he goes to his own creative place, he really does prosper. So I'm hoping that this turns out. I mean, the reviews are good for it either way. And knowing that people walked out, that's what a horror fan wants to hear when they're going to see a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, if nobody's walking out, then I'm not fucking walking in. Right, <laughs> like yeah. nobody's walking out of Black Widow. That's why. That's why I'm not going. You know, <laughs> not to bring up Marvel or anything, but well, even with like anything new that's been released, like no one's walking out of that. But I maybe this movie we're going to talk about today with the body horror stuff, I could see people potentially walking out at some point. Which is why I uh, I had to include the Cronenberg thing because we're here to talk about men, 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 men. 
called Men. It's Raining Men. <laughs> Dude, that'd have been an awesome title. It's Raining Men. It should have played at one part in the movie. Yeah. Uh, written and directed by Alex Garland, of course. I think we're both pretty big fans of his. Well, I shouldn't oh, yeah. speak for you. Uh, yeah. Annihilation, um, Ex Machina, um, wrote the screenplay for 28 Days Later, which I think is the best you know, zombie-infected movie probably of all time, if I had to just name one. Uh, starring Jesse Buckley, uh, Roy Kinner. Um, uh, let's see, synopsis. In the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper retreats alone to the beautiful English countryside, hoping to have found a place to heal. But someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as simmering dread becomes a fully formed nightmare inhabited by her darkest memories and fears and visionary filmmaker Alex Garland's feverish, shape-shifting new horror film. Now, just to get this out of the way, I did take a little shot at it in the last episode uh, for the sadness, you know, because it's an A24 picture and shit. Sure. Um, But I will critique it, but I did enjoy this, like, you know, just to like kind of spoil my initial reaction. But I am going to go after it a little bit at times. But I was like, I have to get Bub on the phone because we're the only two people that I know that have seen it um, and talk this thing out, you know, and maybe... Maybe you liked it a lot more than I did, or maybe you can answer some of the questions I have. But, Bub, what is your initial? What was your initial reaction seeing Men? Um, I would say the first act, second act, was it was interesting enough. It was a little bit more uh, indie, bare bones than I was expecting from him, mm-hmm. like to deliver, because we've seen such interesting uh, visuals and interesting ideas presented. So it it almost seemed like this would have been the first movie of his filmography versus like the third. So interesting. Yeah. So I was a little taken back by that, which is fine because I do like a quiet movie if it's going to be interesting. And I thought maybe it was a little too quiet at some points, meaning that, you know, yes, I like where there's a little bit of, uh, of play with walking down you know, forest paths and like, I like all that slowness to it, but I, I wanted a little more uh, of an explanation, I think. And and we'll get to that. I think when we talk about it, I'm sure. Are you going to do like spoilers or non-spoilers or you just want to uh, go all in? Yeah. Th- you know, that's a good call. And I didn't even think about that. Um, we should probably just give like uh, initial reactions, like spoiler free. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do like it. I think, I think I, I go a little bit more towards the higher part of, it's not really a meh, but it's more of a, hmm, that's interesting. And that's a perspective. It's, it made me think about things more, but what I don't like about it is uh, I have to do a little bit of like research on some of the symbology in it that uh, Mm -hmm. should have been explained a little better in the movie. So um, I, I will, I'll say I do like it but I do have a little bit of frustrations with the ambiguity of it. (laughs) (laughs) That that part was like, I was like, I got to find a tunnel to do that now. Yeah. So like I, I enjoyed this. Um, I gotta, I gotta be honest though. Like I was really let down by this, like walking out of the theaters. Really? I think it's one of those though, where like um, I've liked it a little bit more, like as I've thought about it, I think um, just not going into spoilers, um, I think it's kind of like it kind of, parts of it kind of felt like um, 
like hollow to me. Like it, like it, it seemed like a picture that uh, would have more depth than it actually did. I mean, like if you think about it, what happens in the trailer is like what happens in the movie. Like, and that's, right. that's like really all that happened. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like there's some cool stuff we'll talk about later, but like, I just kind of expected more like a, um, something more, a little bit more concrete uh, than what we were given. So I kind of left the theater a little bit, you know, like, I don't know about that, man. Like it was definitely, yeah, you didn't even text me afterwards either. So I was, I was like, Oh, did he even go see it? <laughs> yeah. I, I got in my car, like, upside down and you know just <laughs> sat there for two hours no <laughs> it wasn't as bad as child's play where i got in my car and about drove off a bridge but, uh, no like and, and see it was it was kind of a weird feeling because i was like um i was kind of going through my head like is this movie for me um did i miss something um like you know i didn't hate it so yeah but it didn't elicit the response that like you know, something like, um, say, just just picking from the A24, like Hereditary or Midsummer. like leaving Midsummer, I was like, oh, I, I fucking dug that movie. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's a lot but, more yeah. to feel with. I mean, even though I didn't care for Midsummer, there's a lot more feelings coming out of it than this one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would say go see it. Um, I do definitely want to see this again. Um, I, yeah, I, I want to see it. I want to take Rose and see what she thinks about it and stuff. Um, but I would say, uh, like, just if I had to, like, rate it just like out of five, uh, not even talking negatives, I would say like three out of five for visual stuff. Like there's some cool visual stuff happening and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I usually, so I usually do t- out of 10 and I would say like without spoilers or anything, probably I would go like maybe like a six and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is kind of similar, I guess, to what you did. I mean, I, I think it does warrant another watch. I think the problem is, is, is it's so like such a quiet movie until that climax. And then that's what I want to get to again, but there's a lot of just meandering you know what I mean? Like, yeah. kind of just solic- like no solicitors allowed. Like that's what it feels like in the movie. Like, what is going on here? Uh, why yeah, is it's it- like you know it's Dustin walking around with a cigarette in his hand, like trying to figure <laughs> out. You know. uh, but we can we can go into uh, spoiler territory now. So if you haven't seen this movie, then uh, go see it or you know do whatever. But we're gonna spoil some shit. Um, if you can't even spoil anything, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, well, well um, yeah, I mean, that's the problem too, is I, I think with with a lot of horror now, and there was an article written recently and it kind of made me chuckle a little bit because it was like, can we at least give the metaphors and allegories a break in horror? <laughs> okay, <laughs> and I was like, I'm did gl- I write that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, Cause yeah. that was one of my questions for you. Um, I felt like that this was um, this was a case where and I feel like this that we're kind of the audience like for, you know, we're kind of hashtag woke, you know, it's like, yeah, um, is this a case where the message of the film uh, perhaps overshadows the actual film? It's like and I couldn't help but think about like, like get out, like comparing it just to get out, get out. Wonderful story wonderful acting you spend time with the characters you get to know the characters uh so you're invested in the story but it's making a powerful social statement i didn't get that with this one so i'm like i'm glad that you brought that up because i was like did i miss something or like 
Yeah, well, and I think it's kind of all on the nose. So I don't think you you missed anything. I mean, I can't speak to your experience, but I don't really think you missed anything. I think it was all pretty much laid out like it was supposed to be. And I think that was the thing is when there's a reveal at the end with like what's happening, like there isn't really a reveal, like it's pretty ambiguous. And so that's the kind of research yeah. part that you have to go home and like, okay, what is this green man? Because yeah. that's one of the things that uh, the symbol is in the church that she goes to. And then that, that character is in the movie and you're like, well, is that what's pulling all this together? And is this some sort of like uh, changeling sort of thing? Um mm -hmm. So I, I was a little confused as to what the purpose of that was and why there, that wasn't a little bit more explored. I think the mythology there is is a lot more interesting than the movie gave it credit for. Yeah. Um, so I think that was an issue that I had. But mm -hmm. I, after going and like, okay, this is what the Green Man is, it still doesn't give me any clarity as to what it was doing in the movie and why it was being uh, like it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it would have worked better had it been like an alien movie where like maybe an alien was inhabiting. It's always better with an alien, bud. Yeah, oh, I mean, I've been so sucked in. Well, it should have been like something that's trying to make on, take on the mannerisms of a man and like act like a man and be that. And so that would have made more sense because that would have been the toxicity that its traits had carried over. So that I think would have worked better than what we got. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's. I don't think the message was as clear. I think we're definitely the audience for it. We're socially aware enough to know what these metaphors and allegories mean, or, you know, go back to them and revisit them or talk about them like we're doing now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's a little on the nose. And there's some moments in it that I think are cool, like with the death of her husband, I think it was or her yeah. boyfriend or whatever, a fiance that like killed herself. Yeah. Like that scene that depicts like that graphic nature of the death, I thought was brutal as hell. Yeah. Um, but also like, you know, when he's falling and you know what's happening, so it's not really a reveal. Like there's no real yeah. sense of like urgency to revealing that you already kind of knew. So I think that's kind of what was missing, um, from most of the movie. <laughs> I'm just, just to like kind of piggyback off of one of your points, like, um, uh, you made it about the green man and he, where he kind of just like puts it out there but he doesn't explore more like in garland is who i'm referencing but i felt like that they did that with a lot of the themes it's like okay if the movie name the movies men like i'm with you like i fucking yeah. hate men too like you know we're <laughs> men are fucking evil dude like i'm in man um yeah. so you had me from the trailer and it does a good job of like showing the toxicity and literally all of its forms yeah um the church at the church at home in nature um, but he just shows you it like, and he doesn't like really delve into that. And what we get, what I was confused by is like, we talked about the plot a little bit and it's like, a lot of it's just like her walking around, yeah. uh, reacting and like, uh, being afraid of all the men in the movie. And I'm like, it, like they didn't, e I don't think they even did justice. Like she doesn't really have a lot to do, but I don't think she, they even did justice really to her character. Um, cause she's fucking fantastic she's a fantastic actress but... yeah she, yeah it's it's like you're saying it's very situational like mm -hmm. she goes from situation to situation reacting to the uncomfortableness of 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 how a man is treating her in that moment or how he's acting or portraying like oh, how a woman should act or be so a lot of that is just really her walking into situations in that reaction which is scary enough and it's okay and it's fine 
but there was no depth to that. And there was no. no other characters to bounce things off of other than her friend on the phone, which didn't really add anything either. Yeah. And I was like, at, at a certain point, like that was so hollow. I was like, cause her friend on the phone, even real, like, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I was like, is that even happening? But yeah, you don't spend like a lot of, like a lot of time with this main character to even like, uh, really care it's almost like you're an outsider's point of view just watching her walk through the woods and stuff um yeah yeah well and, and also it's it kind of short changes the woman the, the and i'm gonna say the woman because of her being the main character like it short changes i think her as a character because all it is is showing how i don't know this may not sound right but how connected she is to to men that she doesn't have anything else outside of that other than that hollow relationship with her yeah. friend. So you really don't like, unless there's a guy involved, there's nothing to her. And so that's why I was like, something weird is here is happening. I'm glad you said that too. And I think you hit the nail on the head on, on like why uh, some of this, like what I was putting together after seeing it. Um, I think also like, would this have been better in the hands? Like I love Alex Garland. But would this have been better, do you think, like better written maybe um, in the hands of like a, a like a fantastic uh, female director? Um, I think probably like because um, what we have here is just kind of stating the problem, like and sh- like showing the problem, but not really exploring the problem. Like, why is like w- why is this happening in this film? Like, you know, just taking it as a horror film, like why are all these things happening? Um I'm glad that you're kind of like that you you kind of have like some of the same kind of feelings. And I saw Andrew Ball, our buddy Andrew Ball on Facebook kind of posted about it, too. Like, I think he said it was like too abstract for him and stuff. And I was like, I I get that, too. Like, there just wasn't a lot of like concrete stuff happening for me to uh, genuinely suck me in. No. And and I think and it's okay. I think if it's abstract, if the idea is explored enough to warrant the story. And I think like with Annihilation, for example, yeah, like that is a movie that he gave, you know, a full arc to everyone in the movie. They were all kind of well developed. And there's an idea of what's happening. And you know it, even though it is abstract in that regard. And that's why I was so hyped uh, for this. And um, I didn't get to see this in the theater. I actually screened it. So it's probably a different experience watching it in a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I wasn't sure. And and I got an email from the person that, that sent me the screener. And I was like, they're like, well, are you ready to post it? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know how to react to it. I need to think about it. And it's been out now for a while, a couple of weeks. And, and I haven't, and I wasn't supposed to talk about it either, but it's just, there's, I don't know what to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why it was nice to be able to like have the conversation from someone that doesn't also know what to talk about. And maybe that in itself is what was intended, but it just doesn't seem like it's like relevant, I guess. Like if it was going to give us heavy themes and it should have given them, yeah. um, but, but it didn't. And what, what I think, on the positive side of it though is the climax is really good and the body horror really like kind of sold it for me like Mm -hmm. in a way that i'm like okay i want to watch it again um but yeah and before we get there like uh something that we've been doing well we did that on last episode but uh this is our uh go uh as the uh as the rob as the great rob zombie the one and only uh brilliantly wrote in the song gore whore um 
this is our the way of raiding gore because uh, I felt like that we have to single out gore and horror because it's like gore is fucking good man um, and we have three criteria and I think this is where this movie is saved like you said uh, there's gore horror approved and we are gore horrors you and I um, there's killer you know uh, horror trav special you know yeah you know, it's kind of killer and there's the a24 sewing circle which you do not want to be in uh, <laughs> think the piano think the piano <laughs> that's that's right but uh let's talk about some of the gore because that that was the part where i was like um when this started happening what you get is like this um these men you kind of get like a uh from what i took at least they're all kind of like the same entity or being and it, they keep morphing and morphing kind of like showing uh the way uh, uh toxic masculinity you know like morphs in in every form you know literally it was literally happening happening on screen and i was like okay like i've been waiting for this kind of shit like you know pretty much the whole movie but what do you think about all that and is it gore horror approved um i i have doubts because i think of i mean it's awesome like that i think Mm -hmm. that's the problem is like it seems like a movie that was built around that effect (laughs) or that Mm -hmm. practical effect like because that's where the movie shines Mm -hmm. is that those birthing like the birthing type of scenes and i i have like is it gore or is it just showing like birthing like in his birthing gore like obviously there is a piece to it that makes you uncomfortable with the way it's portrayed in this movie but i think it I think it's like on the line of like gore, horror, and killer. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it's quite there. Um, I think it's very interesting, and and I've never seen anything like it. But I would need to rewatch it before I give it that stamp of gore horror. But I think it's there. I just don't think it's as gory as it mm-hmm. as it's in my mind. But I don't as know it, as it could have been, maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's no deaths in it, and it's not. It's it's really just them giving birth to themselves again. So I don't know if that really considers it. I mean, not the situation doesn't consider it gore, but just the way it's portrayed. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's kind of like watching like a like a caterpillar, you know, evolve into like a butterfly. Like it seemed more naturalistic than mm-hmm. a gore, even though it was bloody. You know what I mean? So I yeah, don't know. No, no, I feel you on that. What do you think? Uh, I yeah, I would say it's right there, smack in the middle, right there in Killer. Because I I did like um some of those scenes. I was like, all right, you know, like feet are coming out of mouths, and you know, like <laughs> like the dude's hand was like, you know, uh, at one point in the movie, he sticks his hand through uh, the slot in the door, and she cuts it. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, yeah. So that his was cool. hand is like fucked up. Like his hand looks like one of those liquors from Resident Evil. Um, it, it, was, it was so some of that shit is like you know uh, really really cool um, and some of that stuff actually like you know brought the movie up a little bit like for me um, yeah has our talk like kind of uh, which way let's let's go ahead and give our like final rating for this movie um, unless you have anything to uh, more to say about like you know some of the gore some of the effects and stuff I think we've done a pretty good job of talking about this movie, though. Uh, after one one viewing of it, yeah. Um, I mean, what what were you? What would you say? Uh, I guess last thought, like about him in it, like about the various characters, because he's playing like seven. So, did you like that? Do you like him? I uh, see. Okay, so that's a yeah, that's a good question. 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure that that was able to. Um, I think I would have dug it better if there was like a like what you did earlier with the alien thing is you made a horror movie, and I dug that because your version still still has the commentary, but at the same, you know, scary. It's interesting. Whatever. I would have like. I think it would have been pretty cool if there was like a fucking like village of really misogynistic men, like all just fucking with her and it's yeah. called men and they're just son of a bitches and they're all different ty- types and walks of life, all different, you know, like the doctor, the, and you, what you have is kind of like um, a Rosemary's baby kind of S thing where, they're constantly gaslighting her and fucking with her just because they're men and because they're psychos. Yeah. See, like, I think if we would have got that, I think I would have been like, holy shit, this movie was fucked up. Like, really fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Having him play seven different characters maybe didn't work with each one. I think the little kid was probably my favorite mm-hmm. <laughs> that he plays in the movie. But yeah, I mean, that's really the only thing I think would note is just that that was different for, for the movie, but I don't know if it was as successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it was. It hit as hard as I like needed it to. Yeah. Um, I, I think it more so like created confusion, <laughs> to right. be honest. Because I was like, "Wait, what?" Um, but yeah. So, Bub, how would you rate this movie? And did it go down like as we've been talking, or are you kind of like at the same? I know you do out of ten. I'll do out of five. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm still at the same six and a half. I don't. I don't think it's. It's weird because um, it didn't warrant any discussions really afterwards. Like I, I wasn't like, I mean, I looked up some things online and I was like, oh, okay. But I've, I've quickly kind of forgotten about it, even though the, yeah. the, the climax was so cool. Uh, but I, I just, I kind of quickly forgot about it. Like I didn't, it's not one that I'm going to need to go and purchase. Like I did Annihilation, like on day one, like it's not... Yeah. It's not that uh, for me, um, but I'm always curious to see what Alex Garland will put out again. And um, mm-hmm. I would definitely, uh, definitely, yeah, I, I would say check it out, but don't like go purchase like immediately and be disappointed. You know, if you're a horror gore fan or anything, it, it may be a little more subtle than what you're expecting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was way more subtle than I was expecting for sure, and um, it was really like I said uh, earlier. It was I was really surprised at how uh, hollow I felt it was, uh, and I was legitimately shocked by that. Um, like I said, when you're dealing with deeper kind of shit like this and uh, metaphors, um, I just felt like, like you said earlier, like we we gave kind of the the main character in this movie, a little bit of a disservice, but yeah, I I would give it like a three out of five, man. I need to see it again. Um, but yeah, this is just one. And, um, to say that, yeah, it was kind of like in and out of your mind. As soon as you left the theater, it's kind of like the worst thing you can say about a movie. It's like, you know, um, but I need to see it again, but that's my first take. I feel like that this was like a, uh, like an Alex Garland miss for me. Yeah, I, I feel like it needed to be honed in, and I feel like it's a good idea, but there wasn't enough there. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we got Crimes of the Future coming out. And are you a Jurassic Park fan? Not really, nah. No, so you're not looking forward to the new Jurassic Park? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we got that for horror adjacent fans coming out, and there, and you know, obviously, 
there's more horror coming out in the rest of the year that are, is going to be fun. So it'd be curious to see where this one stacks up at the end of the year. Yeah. And it'll be like, uh, I'll be interested to see, like, you know, like I said, like review, this is definitely a buy for me. Like I'll buy it visually. Um, just, to, just to check it out, you know, a, a couple more times. Like I said, it is beautiful. Like Rob Hardy as a cinematographer shoots shit out of this movie. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I can't give it any higher than a three out of five. Um, and it was kind of a disappointment for me. Like, I, I really thought this movie was going to be fucking fantastic. What's been your favorite movie of the year so far? It's a midpoint. Mm, We're at um, the six-month six point. Uh, are we counting, like, Batman and stuff like that? Well, no, not for horror. Although Batman's been my favorite movie of the last four years, probably. <laughs> uh, rattle off some of them, because you know that um, I, I played football, and... Um, Took a lot of shots to the head. Let's say that. Um, <laughs> um, well, the cursed. I don't know the if you've sadness, seen sadness. The sadness leaps to mind. The sadness um, was great. Yeah, right out of the gate. Um, the sadness. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I would say um, the cursed. Did you get to watch mm-hmm. that one yet? Yeah, that was a good one for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I mean, Scream was good. I've watched it a few times. I think you liked it less than I did, maybe. Yeah. I would say the sadness, probably, man. I, I would probably say the sadness. Um, I, I like the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. A lot of people fucking hated that movie. Yeah, that I, was great. I didn't think it was that bad, man. No. Um, I, yeah, probably the sadness, man. See, what I liked about the sadness is what I feel like I didn't like about this one, is that the sadness fucking went balls to the wall and fucking went there. And I felt like that this one, like, didn't go there. Like, if you're going to... Well, yeah. yeah. And it had those little moments of like, uh, I don't know if this was written when it was written, but there's those pieces in the news or like the people that are like COVID deniers. And that was like splurged in there in little moments. And I was like, that's funny. Like, that's a COVID reference. And it wasn't like outright, like it didn't need to be expanded anymore. There were just people there that were not believing it was happening and it was happening around them. So I thought that was, there were clever things in it. Oh, um, X. X is my favorite movie of the year so far. Okay. Yeah, that one was good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, X. It, it would probably be X and The Sadness so far. Okay, so those are pretty good, pretty diverse uh, selection. Yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, this year could be an up or down year, judging on, you know, Halloween ends and a couple other ones that we got later on in the year. Um, but yeah, it sounds like Men was kind of middle of the pack for us. Um uh, I know that uh, I've been, I'm, I'm like the A24, like, you know, guy, like I'm wearing a fucking A24 hat and shit. Um, but I see a lot of people, I, I see like the criticisms in like this movie in particular, like, you know, people that say like the, that some of their stuff's pretentious and stuff like that. Definitely felt that with this one, but you know, like you said, there's always more horror down the line. And um, with that, Bub, I want to thank you for joining us uh, for this edition of Horrifying My Friends. It's always great to talk to my other half. I feel like we share half a brain, half a heart. And half a tentacle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank you Uh, for having me on the show. It was fun. Oh, yeah. I love you, man. Um, Try to uh, cool up the place up there and uh you guys are probably gonna get fucking snow like in the next day or two or something right? <laughs> yeah our summers here aren't like your guys' summer so we're we're pretty spoiled and if it's a 80 degree weather we're like melting we're all indoors no one's yeah. outside <laughs> yeah um 
go see men. Don't fucking listen to us. Don't listen to a couple of guys tell you that not to go see men. Um, get real here. Um, as always, you can find Horrifying My Friends on Instagram and Facebook at Horrifying and uh, Horrifying My Friends, and on Twitter at Horrifying MF. Uh, Bub, where can they find you? Uh, you can reach out to me at Fatal Faller Presents a podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Horror Amino, and Fatal Faller Presents at Gmail. Hell yeah. And this has been a Brothers Girl edition. Um, Bub, have a good week. Have a terror field week. Uh, and all you ghoulies out there, have a terror field week. Stay spooky. Bye bye. Friends.